1: For the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your
0: host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, Rob Carson. It is a big day in America. It is uh, not just because it's Wednesday. Uh, There are lots of incredible things happening in the uh, in the news. Including what appears to be uh, the beginnings of a, uh, well, taking a Donald Trump out of the chain of commandment with regard to our national defense, with regard to uh, possible nuclear strike or any action whatsoever as far as the military is concerned. This involved Nancy Pelosi, this involved uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie, or uh, General Millie Vanilli, whatever you want to call him, uh, Mark Millie, and... Uh, He apparently was not just focused on white supremacy. That was the big deal. Not not just focused on white supremacy. He was focused on uh, kind of uh, taking the control of the country. And and we've been talking about how America is moving towards a banana republic for a number of years. This is banana republic, dangerous stuff, military coup d'etat kind of stuff. The scandals keep getting bigger. The outrage keeps getting bigger. Just when you think... Pulling out of Afghanistan, pulling out the military first, leaving Bagram Air Force Base, turning everything over to the Chinese and and the Iranians, and then realizing that we left thousands of Americans and our allies in Afghanistan, sending 6,000 troops back in, and 13 of them end up getting blown up because of that action. And then we find out that there was a drone strike. They're going after terrorists. Remember when they said something about, they said something like, we went after these, these two uh, Taliban members, and they were uh, both riding on a scooter. Well, it turns out, no, they actually, uh, they bombed a guy who was an aid worker with water bottles in his car and killed seven or ten children as well. So just when you think the incompetence, the outrage, and the scandal can't get any worse, it gets worse. This, in the in the words of, uh, you know, a, a bakery uh, uh, analogy, takes the cake. This takes the cake. This not only takes the cake, this throws the cake on the ground and stomps on it, all right? I'm going to get into this in just one second. I've got some amazing, amazing audio from Donald Trump. He made news last night on Newsmax Media with Sean Spicer on General Milley and this attempted coup. General Mark Milley took secret action to secure nukes from unstable Trump after he lost the election and called China's top military leader to reassure the country Trump would not attack in desperate bid to stay in office. This is nonsense. Now, throughout Trump's... Administration, The Democrats were saying 25th Amendment, he's crazy. 25th Amendment, he's crazy. And they were abusing that because they wanted anything they could to get him out of office. And this includes two failed uh, 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 impeachment. Jeez, Louise had a brain fart. Almost, a, um, well, not quite a Joe Biden-esque uh, brain fart. So Mark Milley took a series of extraordinary actions after the January 6th Capitol riot because he was concerned of an unstable President Trump might undertake military action in a desperate bid to stay in office. Again, this is absolutely outrageous. Nonsense. The only president in our lifetimes, if not ever, to not start a war while he was in office. The efforts included Milley as a top-ranking military officer meeting with top military officials in the Pentagon two days after the MAGA riot. It wasn't a riot and telling them to keep him in the process for all military actions, including the use of nuclear weapons. It also involved outreach to Milley's counterpart in the Chinese military, President, uh, I should say General Lee. Yeah, it's L-I, not L-E-E. That the military provide reassurances the U.S. would not strike its rival according to this book, which has been written, it's called Peril, it's by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. Transcript of the phone call. If you get calls, no matter who they're from, there's a process here. There's a procedure. No matter what you are told, you do the procedure. You do the process. And I'm part of that process, he told top U.S. military officials inside the Pentagon's war room. Two days after the riot, by the way, and of course the news media blew it up. The Democrat Party blew it up like it was something worse than anything you could possibly imagine. They made it into the Reichstag. The Democrats' Reichstag. I've been saying this since the day after. Because they wanted to make it appear that Trump supporters were trying to take over the country. They wanted to make it really big. They wanted to take the Reichstag and make it into the, the United States Capitol and use it as a cudgel to distract from a stolen election. You can't say that. That's a conspiracy theorist. No, there's a lot of evidence it was. Listen to this. General Lee, you and I have known each other for five years. If they're going, to, we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. That is Treason! Something you should know, a president can only initiate a nuclear strike through a complex procedure that involves multiple layers of officials coordinated through the National Military Command Center. It cannot just be unilateral. So this is all nonsense. Millie also spoke to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who should be driven from office today, who had publicly raised her own fears about Trump's access to nuclear weapons immediately after the riot, which came a day Congress met to count the electoral votes to make Biden president. This is bad, but who knows what he might do, Pelosi said. He's crazy. You know, he's crazy. He's been crazy for a long time. So don't say you don't know what his state of mind is. So they're diagnosing some sort of mental illness while they're uh, completely ignoring the fact that Joe Biden can't string together two words. Millie responded, according to the book, Madam Speaker, I agree with you on everything. Millie's efforts to give himself the opportunity to potentially head off a strike or a war appears to have been triggered by his call with Pelosi. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Here is Donald Trump on Sean Spicer's show last night talking about uh, the possibility that this could be treason. So first
1: of all, if it is actually true, which is hard to believe, uh, that he would have called uh, China and done these things and uh, was willing to uh, advise them of an attack or in advance of an attack, that's treason. And I would think I've had so many calls today saying that's treason. Number one, number two, it's totally ridiculous. I never thought of it. You were there. You were. You were, knew what was happening in the White House. You had plenty of friends. You never heard the word China. He ma- didn't get us into any wars. Mentioned in a thing like this. You heard a lot of anger about China on trade, and we made a great trade deal. You heard a lot of anger on China with the China virus, but. Uh, for them for him This to
0: is the deep state embodied baby
1: say for him to say that i would even think about a attacking- in China. I think he's trying to just get out of his incompetent withdrawal out of Afghanistan. The worst, the dumbest thing that anybody's seen, probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to our country, where they, they killed our soldiers. They, we left with embarrassment on our face. We left Americans wow. behind. And we left $85 billion worth of the best equipment in the world that I bought. Because I was the one that rebuilt our military and then Biden gave it away. For him to say that I was going to attack China <laughs> is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And everybody knows it. And I have to tell you, I don't know if they have him on tape. Saying, you
0: do uh, you have to have a reason to start a war. It, I, the president can't just say, OK, go bomb China.
1: I found Woodward and I found uh, his uh, cohorts to be extremely dishonorable people. That's yeah, why yeah. I didn't do an interview with him. I think he's highly overrated. This guy is one of the most overrated overrated guys. He's a sleaze. But I did not ever think of attacking China. One other thing, I just read a report about a week ago where they said Donald Trump was the only president in decades that didn't start a war. Yeah,
0: in decades that did not start a war. Thank you very much. Unbelievable. Here's a little bit more of Donald Trump speaking with Sean Spicer and company on General Milley.
1: I've had so many calls today saying that's treason, number one. Number two, it's totally ridiculous. I never thought of it. You were there. You were. You were, knew what was happening in the White House. You have plenty of friends. You never heard the word China mentioned in a thing like this. You heard a lot of anger about China on trade, and we made a great trade deal. You heard a lot of anger on China with the China virus. Yeah, he
0: did. He went after China. Because they were responsible for a lot of things. Stealing our intellectual property, massive trade deficits, uh, and of course, let's not forget the Wuhan virus, which Democrats have tried to cover up. It's clear that the Democrat Party and the deep state are in bed with China. That's just the way it is. If you can't even admit that the Wuhan virus, which has cost trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars around the entire world, hundreds of thousands of jobs, hundreds of thousands, millions of lives, if you can't even admit that it came from the Wuhan lab that was doing gain-of-function research, the United States. Was funding. If you can't even, if you want to shut down the discussion of that before it even begins, you know that somebody is in bed with China. Unbelievable. Outrageous. Here is actually CNN yesterday talking about Millie and Pelosi colluding.
2: Against this backdrop, same day, January 8th, Millie gets a call from Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. We've heard about this call, but Woodward and Costa got an exclusive transcript of the call. Pelosi has the same concerns that Millie does. He's
0: crazy. The phone call- Nancy Pelosi is calling somebody crazy. That's rich. It's
2: dramatic, it is blunt, and Pelosi wants Millie to reassure her. It is
0: not blunt, it is the kind of schoolgirl gossip. That's what it sounds like. He's crazy. You know, General Miller. he's really crazy. We don't know what he could do. You really ought to take over. Maybe you should call China and tell him that and take him out of the loop. Yeah, that's
2: a good idea. That the nuclear weapons are safe. And this is the exchange. Pelosi, who knows what he might do? He's crazy. You know he's crazy. Wow. He's been crazy for a long time. <laughs> so don't say you don't know what his state of mind is. He's crazy, and what he did yesterday, meaning actually two days ago, January 6th, wow. is further evidence of his craziness. General Milley says, Madam Speaker, I agree with you on everything. Your gossip has uh, given me the green Milley light. Milley reassures Pelosi on the call, but when he gets off, he thinks to himself, she's right. And he decides to take <laughs> this extraordinary action.
3: So, so he has this call with the speaker in right. which she is agitated and essentially reinforces his concerns. Correct. He's seeing this intelligence and actually having a back channel. That's extraordinary. Back channel with his counterpart in China saying, calm down. Everything will be Okay and he decides to... That is
0: breaking the chain of command. The commander-in-chief is the civilian leader of the military. This is treasonous. This is a coup d'etat. Here is Andrea Mitchell of NBC, of course, defending it.
4: Tonight, stunning revelations in a new book that America's top military officer was so concerned former President Trump might spark a war with China in his final months in office, he took extraordinary... And
0: what were the, uh, what were the telltale signs? I want to see a list of telltale signs that Donald Trump was trying to start a war with china ordinary actions here's chief washington correspondent andrea mitchell and political tool with that as reported in bob
5: woodward and robert costa's book peril joint chiefs chairman mark milley called his chinese counterpart general Li zhejiang twice in the closing months of the trump presidency to tell him the u.s would not strike china Millie's first call last October 30th was prompted by intelligence that China thought the U.S. was prepared to attack because U.S. Uh, carriers sure. had carried out military exercises in the South China Seas.
0: Yeah, because China has been uh, carrying out military exercises in the South China Seas. This happens all the time, Dufus. And Trump was berating China for the coronavirus. Yeah, well, because they were the cause, they were the source of it, you see.
1: You must hold accountable the nation which unleashed this plague onto the world. China.
5: Two days after the January sixth
0: insurrection, Millie called. It wasn't an insurrection. The FBI proved it wasn't an insurrection. So uh, you are a terrible journalist, by the way. The FBI literally said there was no organized insurrection on January the sixth. That is a lie. General Lee again. Woodward
5: and Costa Wright. Lee remained unusually rattled, putting the two nations on the knife edge
0: of disaster. <laughs>
3: This is fantastic. It's in the aftermath of that that he sits down with commanders. This
0: is Michael Schmidt of the New York Times. He's a Washington correspondent.
3: at the Pentagon and goes over with them the procedures for how a nuclear weapon. Uh, Can be can be used.
5: Also alarmed after January 6th, Speaker Pelosi, who calls milley to ask, according to a transcript obtained by the authors, what precautions are available to prevent an unstable president from initiating
0: military hostility. Well, you see, a president can only initiate a nuclear strike through a complex procedure that involves multiple layers of officials coordinated through the National Military Command Center. Not a guy with the briefcase who just can push a red button. All right, doofus. Wow. Cortez and Pellegrino talked with uh, this gentleman, uh, Kash Patel. He used to be the uh, chief of staff to the Secretary of Defense under the uh, Trump administration.
4: The law specifically prohibits the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff from any operational control whatsoever. That means he is not in the National Command Authority. He has no obligation under the law or right to engage in talking to counterparts in China or elsewhere about operations that the United States may or may not undertake. And let me just outline one more thing. He was not given the permission by the president or secretary of defense to engage in that type of conversation with the Chinese or anyone else if the reporting is accurate.
0: All right, and also here's cash Patel talking about the absurdity of donald trump wanting a war uh
3: would, would you could you in any sense back the premise the absurd premise that he was looking to go to war on his way out the door
4: It's outrageous. And I know because I was running (laughs) the Defense Department for him as chief of staff of three million people serving America. And he specifically said, not only are we getting out of the never-ending wars, we are not starting any conflicts with China or otherwise. And I just want to note one thing. I know Chairman Milley was in the room in the Oval Office when the president gave those instructions. But for him to go behind the commander in chief's back is a violation of the chain of command. Yes, sir. It needs to be brought up under UCMJ charges if the reporting is correct. This is egregious conduct by the nation's highest uniformed military officer.
0: Absolutely amazing. Greg Kelly had a terrific monologue last night about General Milley. Uh, Greg is a, is a veteran. Uh, he has a great deal of experience with regards to the military, and here's what he had to say.
3: With Trump all but manic, screaming at officials and constructing his own alternate reality about the election results. So, Milley, they report... Uh, you know,
0: he was thinking of uh, disinformation. An alternative reality. You know, the alternative reality that there was no Russian collusion. That was an alternative reality. That was misinformation. That was disinformation. Yeah, it was. Took
3: extraordinary action and called a secret meeting at the Pentagon uh, on January 8th to review launch procedures. According
0: to every person in that room needs to be brought up on charges.
3: To senior military officials in charge. Uh, and this is the
0: deep state. This is how much they hate Donald Trump.
3: In the Pentagon's war room, Millie instructed them not to
0: take orders.
3: From anyone unless he... This
0: is also to prevent a second term uh, from Trump in the future.
3: General Mark Milley was involved. No matter what you are told, you do the procedure, you do the process, and I'm part of that process, Milley told the officers, according to the book. He went around and got a verbal consent from everybody in the room. Yeah. He considered that an oath... Um, now, we also <laughs> talked with Nancy Pelosi during this time, and Nancy was hysterical. Oh, oh yes. President Trump couldn't assault. She's always hysterical. Stop the assault on the Capitol. Uh, what else is he capable of doing? And Millie says, Madam. No,
0: Madam, you were in charge of stopping the assault on the Capitol.
3: Speaker, I agree with you on everything. Now, Woodward himself and Costa, his co author, right? Millie was overseeing the mobilization of America's national security state. Without the knowledge of the American people or the rest of the world. Woodward and Costa also write that some might contend, yeah, that Milley had overstepped his authority and. Of course he did! Taken extraordinary power for himself, although Milley himself thought he was acting in good faith. Um, Milley, I don't blue. believe, whatever his motivations, whatever he was telling himself, this sounds downright criminal.
0: Amen, brother. That, of course, is Greg Kelly from uh, Newsmax uh, there. This is going to develop. I'm so thoroughly disgusted. You look at what's going on with the congressional testimony with uh, Anthony Blinken looking like a blinking idiot. In all of the last 20 years, flesh down the toilet, two generations of soldiers, many who died, many who came home with PTSD. Like my nephew, people with severe burns, people losing limbs, people never being able to work again. Gold star families visiting graves every year. Thousands dead, flushed down the toilet. And the most egregious insult by Joe Biden was he wanted it for a photo op on September 11th. That's what he wanted. And he thought by pulling out our troops, abandoning American citizens and our allies behind enemy lines, he thought he could get it done quickly. And what he has done is return the Taliban to power in control, uh, nearly complete control of the entire country, which wasn't the case on September the 10th, 2001. And also the Taliban did not have $85 billion in our military hardware in their arsenal. I'm sorry, I sound a little worked up today. It's not because I've changed my medication. It's just, this is a big freaking deal. This is a big freaking deal. And you know why... People are chanting F Joe Biden by the millions across the country. Do you know why Joe Biden, when he went to California and Idaho, was greeted by thousands of Trump supporters saying F Joe Biden? You know why? Because all of this is culminating right now. Afghanistan was the straw that ran over the uh, lifeless carcass of the camel with a, a tank. <sighs> Here's something that will make you feel good. Stamps.com. Do you go to the post office frequently? Do you go there and you get that, the stamp machine and you get the printable postage machine and you put your ATM card and it doesn't accept it and all? You know, whatever. It's an out-of-the-way thing. It takes more time than you, you have. So don't go to the post office. You don't need to unless you, you want to take somebody to lunch because they're nice people. So you can actually just print postage in your, in your home. Use your computer, no fancy computer, to print official U.S. postage 24-7, any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Schedule a pickup or drop it off. Save some money, up to 40% with the post office rates, up to 66 UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of those expensive postage meters that you maybe had in your uh, office at work. There's no risk. With my promo code, Newsmax. You get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. All right? So all I got to go is uh, go to Stamps.com, enter promo code Newsmax. Stamps.com, enter promo code Newsmax. One of the uh, giant fails of this administration is that there was a drone strike in Kabul that killed 10, including an aid worker and seven children. This weekend, ABC, NBC, and CNN, all of the uh, Sunday shows failed to cover it. Zamir Amadi's 43 years old, was driving the 1996 Toyota Corolla that was destroyed in the August 29th throne strike, killing him and nine family members, including seven children, according to the New York Times. In the last two days of testimony, Anthony Blinken won't even mention uh, the name Zamari Ahmadi. The New York Times figured it out. He won't mention it. We don't know. That's it. We don't know that yet. Here's Rand Paul confronting uh, Tony Blinken yesterday about droning people. The money. If they behave, you're going to give them the money. Why don't we subtract the
6: $80 billion from the 10000000000 billion you're going to give them? Then they're minus 70 still. I mean, really, the fact that you're entertaining good behavior, that they'll get more money, I think is a well, big... Well, that's
0: the absurdity of giving foreign aid. Okay, uh, and let's move on to the drone strikes here. Big mistake and a naive notion that
6: we're going to somehow change this Stone Age philosophy by giving them more of our money. It would be like going to Germany,
0: Germany 20 years after the end of World War II... As uh, the Nazis took over again and saying, they've turned over a new leaf. It'll be different this time.
6: We've sunk trillions of dollars over. There's our chance to have a peace dividend. Let's quit sending good money after bad. The guy the Biden administration droned, was he an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative?
3: Uh, the administration is, of course, reviewing that, uh, that strike. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, yeah,
0: the New York Times already has the information there. Anthony,
3: you know, full assessment will be will be forthcoming. So you
0: don't know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS K operative. Uh, I can't speak to that. I think uh, the K stands for kindergarten. Can't speak to that in this setting in any event.
6: So you don't know or won't tell us?
3: Uh, I don't. I don't know.
0: Because- yeah, well, just read the New York Times. They had it uh, a couple of days ago. Actually, it's uh, Zamari Amati. Just whispered in his ear. Zamari Amadi, by the way, he had a 1996 Toyota to Corolla, and it was uh, it was blown up. Yeah. With the nine other people. As
3: we're reviewing it.
6: Well, see, you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with- You would
0: kind of uh, expect to know that.
6: The predator drone, whether he's an aid worker or he's an ISIS case, see, the thing is, is this isn't just you. It's been going on for administration after administration. The Obama administration droned hundreds and hundreds of people. And the thing is, is there is blowback to that. I mean, I don't know if it's true. Barack
0: Obama dropped more bombs on uh, citizens overseas than uh, were dropped during World War II. But I see these
6: pictures of these beautiful children that were killed in the attack. If that's true, no, he, uh, Anthony
0: Blinken doesn't know if children were killed in the attack. Where did you get those pictures? I mean, he's the uh, you know Secretary of State. He doesn't have them yet.
6: And not propaganda. If that's true, maybe he's lying guess what? Maybe you've created hundreds or thousands of new potential terrorists from bombing the wrong people. So you've got to know who you We can't sort of have an investigation after we kill people. We have an investigation
0: before we... That generally is what happens. You have to kind of figure out who you want to kill. You know, I'm just saying. I'm saying. Wake up! Let's move on to other things. Um, Atlantic article that I was had pointed out to me yesterday basically says what I've been saying for a very long time. Our former CDC director said that hospitals have been given a perverse incentive to diagnose COVID and to put COVID on death certificates. Do you know why? Because they get paid lots of money. That's why I've been hearing stories uh, like out of uh, Colorado last year of a guy dying uh, of a gunshot wound and COVID was put on the death certificate. So apparently uh, not only people are dying with COVID, not of COVID, because of the perverse financial incentive that I've been talking about pretty much for a year and a half now. Yeah, I pretty much got the COVID thing like in March of last year. The number of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 in the U.S. right now is as high as it has been since the beginning of February. It's even worse in certain places, some states, including Arkansas and Oregon. Do you know why? Because people are going into hospital rooms with other things. They are going with other things. The study suggests that roughly half of all hospitalizations, patients showing up on COVID data dashboards in 2021, may have been admitted for another reason entirely, or had only a mild presentation of the disease. By the way, researchers from uh, Harvard Medical School, Tufts Medical Center, and the Veterans Affairs Healthcare System—they're uh, the ones who did the uh, the study. The increase was even bigger for unvaccinated hospital patients, of whom 57% had mild or asymptomatic disease. Unvaccinated patients had been showing up with less severe symptoms on average than earlier in the pandemic. The study found that 45% of their cases were mild or asymptomatic since January 21st. According to Shira Duran, an infectious disease physician and hospital epidemiologist, epidemiologist of tufts medical center in boston and one of the uh, the study's co-founders the latter finding may be explained by the fact that unvaccinated patients in the vaccine area tend to be a younger cohort who are less vulnerable to covid so let me say it again The study suggests that roughly half of all hospitalized patients showing up on COVID data dashboards may have been admitted for another reason entirely. That's why in countries like Holland, they literally, if you test Coca-Cola, it'll show up positive for COVID. This study suggests that COVID hospitalization calories can't be taken as a simple measure of the prevalence of severe or even moderate disease. In other words, as I've been saying, the numbers have been inflated. Inflated, 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 because people are getting paid, and the government is using fear, and they're using control, and now they're trying to make it seem even worse, and they are actually want to take away your air travel privileges beyond other things. That's the next thing they want to do. They want to take your air travel privileges. Now, I'm getting ready to do a, a new project, and it's going to involve me traveling. And if I have to bloody well drive, then I will. I'm not anti-vaccine. No, 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 don't, don't get me wrong. I'm anti this nonsense. I'm anti building COVID camps in Australia and forcefully taking people out of their homes and sticking them in there. I've got that story coming up in a minute, including audio. And then you've got Democrats everywhere who avoid the mask mandate. You've got Congress is, apparently they are exempt from the COVID vaccine. Did you know that? So anybody in Congress can get on an airline, whatever, fly without a vaccine. Why? aren't they, Can't they kill people just as easy? You're being played. Democrat Virginia gubernatorial candidate Terry McCulloch, who's uh, just an awful, awful person, went barefaced on an Amtrak train to D.C. Yeah, just a couple days ago, your pictures obtained, an anonymous Amtrak passenger provided the photos. There's a double standard. There always has been a double standard. He previously re- released a statement of, of, uh, in support of current Governor Northam's mask mandate for students and staff at all Virginia schools. McCullough believes everyone should follow the CDC guidelines when wearing masks. CDC guidelines recommend even fully vaccinated people wear masks when indoors or in COVID hotspots, which include most Virginia counties. Where people are being hospitalized for different things and then test positive for COVID and get treated for COVID and the hospital makes a bleep ton of money. Yeah. Let's move on to this. Oh well, A little bit of good news before I get into the uh, mandatory quarantine camps in Australia. The federal judges blocked uh, the New York State health care worker vaccination mandate. This happened on Tuesday. An emergency injunction blocking the state of New York from enforcing the new uh, vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. 17 medical health professionals had asked the court to enjoin enforcement of New York's mandate that then-Governor Andrew Cuomo announced August 16th. This is kind of weird. I'm just going to string something together here. January 8th, Mark Milley made a call to uh, General... Uh, Lee that's Elvis's birthday and Andrew Cuomo announced this mandate on August 16th the day Elvis died okay now I'm just sounding like Alex Jones I just know that because I was a big Elvis fan when I was a kid kind of weird kind of weird hmm Anyway, the mandate required uh, staff at hospitals and long-term care facilities, such as nursing homes, adult care facilities, and other congregate care settings to be vaccinated for COVID-19 to continue to be employed. Judge David Heard of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of New York granted a temporary restraining order uh, the morning of September 14th in the case. That that date has nothing to do with Elvis. Just thought you should know. Um, The lawsuit uh, was brought against New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Who, by the way, is now talking about uh, uh, disinformation about abortion not being allowed. Because if you disagree with her position on abortion, it's disinformatia. It's misinformation. In the words of, who is it? Say it with me. Joseph Stalin in 1926. And look inside Australia's mandatory quarantine camps, a dystopian reality in 2021, where travelers are confined like animals in a zoo. Yeah, yeah. Australia's public uh, health chief, Dr. Carrie Chant, casually dropped the bombshell when she admitted that the country will be looking at what uh, contract tracing looks like in the New World Order.
4: Wow.
0: Here's a little story. About a man named Judd. No, actually, it's a little story about the uh, the concentration. I mean, I mean, the the covid happy camps that are springing up in in uh, in uh, Australia. State
2: cabinet has signed off on the well camp facility first proposed seven months ago. Businessman John Wagner will build it next door to his airport. And we will have the first five
0: hundred beds operational before. Literally, they, they're they're building a private airport in the middle of nowhere, where people have to go to a COVID camp. I mean, literally hundreds of miles from everywhere, kind of like Jonestown,
2: Christmas. The state government will lease it and run it. The cost to taxpayers is being kept under wraps.
3: What
0: fantastic! value it
2: will be if we can avoid just one lockdown. The federal government's previously...
0: Re- and remember that lockdowns are caused by completely irrational and uh, generally uh, kind of uh, random um, outbreak uh, uh, or, or even even a symptomatic person. Objected
2: the plan on grounds it's too far from a tertiary hospital, but the deputy premier's declared it...
0: The perfect location... ...still you're not near another hospital here are a couple of uh, commentators this is uh, andrew says i guess of rebel news in australia and uh, sydney watson talking about this
4: so best case scenario sydney this is just a friendly place to quarantine if you don't have a place to go campfire songs smores in canada the covid hotels which i like to mention some of which were canada there owned by some of which were owned by china it didn't work out very well owned by china well that's interesting Wow. Well, um, allergies, people not being informed of when they can stay <laughs> or go, uh, allegations of sexual assault. What are you? What is your takeaway from this? That there's a literal camp being built for quarantine. It's already
0: been built. I'll explain because I'm going to share somebody's who's there. Their TikTok video. There's- yeah,
7: I mean, I'm not tremendously surprised considering that Australia loves doing this sort of stuff. I mean, it is a penal colony after all, or it was a penal colony rather. I shouldn't even make that joke because I always get really mad at that. But like on a serious note, um, I look at this and it makes me sick. Uh, they're building a quarantine facility similar to this one actually up the road, uh, just, just maybe 10, 15 minutes up the road from where my parents uh, live, which is quite strange when you consider that. And I guess the general thing, you know, for anybody who's watched the videos coming out of these quarantine facilities, there's one, Andrew, that I don't know if you saw, but uh, one one young man was filming the facility that he was in, and he said that a woman was <laughs> chastised by police because she pulled her mask down to have some tea, to have a sip of her tea.
0: Psychotic. Uh, psychotic, di- t- dictatorial, uh, dangerous. Here is uh, a guy with a TikTok video. He has been put in one of these quarantine camps. Listen to what he has to say about his wonderful stay. We're
6: just waiting patiently to be fed. He's waiting like to be fed. The, uh, the bag of dog, the dog treats and the dogs come running. <laughs> We're all just outside waiting.
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Just let the cops come around. And- Listen
0: to that again. Listen to that again. He's waiting to be fed.
6: We're just waiting patiently to be fed. It's like when you shake the, uh, the bag of dog, the dog treats <laughs> oh. and the dogs come running. We're all just outside waiting. Yeah. Yeah. just had the cops come around and tell this woman off staying over here as well. Because there was about five seconds in between her taking a cup of, a sip of her cup of tea. Yeah. And she took her face mask down. The cops came around literally on the dot and just pulled her up for it. And she said, well, I'm drinking my tea. And they said, well, not right now. You know, i put your face mask on.
7: Hi.
0: So... unbelievable Unbelievable if it weren't so ungodly ungodly frightening project veritas has a new video out a washington nursing home patient died after being given a chemical restraint to coax her into taking a vaccine against her will that means she was drugged so she'd be forced to take it Project Veritas talked to uh, Cassandra Renner, a former medical technician at a senior living center, detailed an especially troubling incident where a resident that refused to take the experimental COVID jab was given a sedative, something like Xanax, to do it. She works at a a, a nursing home facility, uh, apparently, where they uh, bill Medicare and others for procedures they don't do. Aegis Living location, and she lived in Issaquah, Washington. Here is her Project Veritas video.
1: I had overheard a chemical restraint being given to one of the residents I worked with in order to get her to take the COVID vaccine. They had given her a PRN, Xanax, and they were successful after giving her the PRN in order to get her to take the COVID vaccine. The resident was lied to about which shot she was receiving.
0: Now, what happened to the resident? Did she not get COVID? was told that it was the flu shot. They should have technically
7: had a care conference with the family or telehealth visit with the family.
0: I'll bet they get a lot of money from the government for giving people the COVID. I'm just saying possibly, possibly.
7: Beforehand, and made sure this was all right. Three o'clock in the morning, my phone went off. She was not responding. Little response, and by the time she got to the hospital, she died
0: she died
1: she's no longer with us and in her last moments of life she had to have her dignity removed
0: i'm gonna have to say this is one of the more powerful editions of this show unbelievable cassandra said i came to project veritas because i believe the Aegis living is grossly taking advantage of severely vulnerable patients through fraud on care plans we can probably on a good day get about 50% of what these people are paying for done. According to Renner, her signature has been forged to indicate care has been uh, completed multiple times. I had found out that my signature had been forged multiple times. Uh, Someone signed for me uh, to claim that I had completed a service that I specifically did not sign in, uh, signed for because it was not completed. The other uh, whistleblower, Jonathan Schlecht, you just heard there, confirmed her account and even admitted that he was one of the employees that was forging the signatures under direct orders of supervisors. There's a lot of money to be made lot of money to be made. Wow. <sighs> Let's move on to a cool uh, school, <laughs> not a cool school. A school district in Ohio, the uh, Hudson School Board, apparently they were using a uh, a book in high school and it was called 642 things to write about and uh, a lot of them were really obscene and and honestly predatory with regard to children i mean El creepola really 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 bad i'm gonna get into that here but first here is uh, hudson mayor craig schubert talking before the school board when this finally came to light
6: sir members of the board my name is craig schubert i'm the mayor of this city it has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either you choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you.
0: Wow. All right, now let's talk about uh, the, uh, the, uh, the questionnaire. That's a writing assignment. But first, let's play the TV report, then I'll share all the questions.
7: Write a sex scene you wouldn't show your mom. Huh. Rewrite the sex scene from above into one that you'd let your mom read. Describe your favorite part of a man's body using only verbs. Those are some of the writing prompts.
0: This almost sounds like a male pedophilia, uh, uh, pedophile uh, may have written the list because he got his jollies reading off this.
7: Found inside this book. 642 things to write about. And up until Monday, that book was being used by students in Hudson's high school senior college credit plus writing class.
3: Do not sexualize our kids. The raw (laughs) filth, the raw filth that snuck past the gatekeeping functions of this board of ed in 642 reasons
0: was disgusting.
7: At a school board meeting Monday, Principal Brian Wilch apologized for the book's use in the classroom.
0: We did not exercise due diligence when we uh, reviewed this resource and as a result we overlooked. How about you just crack it open and read it there buddy. Now wait till you hear this. Several writing prompts among the 642 that are not appropriate for high, our high school audience.
7: But that didn't stop parents from grilling the board about how it slipped by the eyes of educators and administrators for years.
0: The students were told not to take the book home. That's interesting. They were told, why not? By the eyes of educators Say and administrators again. for years. The students were told not to take the book home.
3: Why? So their parents couldn't see it. A ah. parents found
4: that book in
7: their child backpack. Amanda Croker is the vice wow. chair of Moms for Liberty Summit County. She says parents found out about the book for the first time Friday, and it quickly made the rounds on Facebook. And while she doesn't have a child in the district, she and other members of her group came to the meeting to support other parents, who she door. says want more of a say in what they're...
0: Boy, there's all sorts of stuff blowing up around the country because parents are being awakened to all of the crap that's being taught, like CRT. Here, let's read some of the, uh, the questions here in this, uh, in this writing assignment that uh, uh, teachers told, don't take it home. We don't want your parents to see it. This sounds like something that a pedophile wrote because he or she wanted to read it. Uh, how do I put this? To get off. Choose, oh, by the way, it's been used by teachers for 11 years. Choose how you'll die describe your favorite body part of a man only in words write a sex scene that you wouldn't show your mom you're a serial killer what tv shows are on your dvr list and why write a sermon for a beloved preacher who has been caught in a sex scandal describe a time when you wanted to orgasm but couldn't are you out of your frickin' mind 10 uh, euphemisms for sex drink a beer write about the taste Write an X-rated Disney scenario. Tell us about the first time you had sex. What in the... Oh, my God. Other topics were rather benign, such as describing the worst Thanksgiving dish you've ever had or a perfect day as an astronaut. What have schools become? What have public schools become? Every one of those school board members should be fired or they should be charged with disseminating child pornography. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Oh, all right, listen. I I've I've I've, uh, I've taken up too much of your time today. But I think uh, it's been a pretty pretty uh, powerful show. I do want to end on a uh, on a high note, <laughs> like at the end of Mel Brooks' History of the World. Um Donald Trump was on uh, Sean Spicer's show last night, Spicer and Company. And uh, he was once again asked about the possibility of a presidential run. And he's not saying anything. I part of this might have to do with campaign finance, Well, it's whatever, I don't know what it is. But here is uh, the question and, uh, and the once again soon hopefully will be president of the United States one more time uh, president being asked about running again. Before I
6: let you go, I just got to ask this. You said that you've made up your mind about whether you're running again and that your supporters will be very happy about it. When do you plan on letting us know what that decision is?
0: Uh, And what would be the only answer that would make his supporters really happy? uh, I will probably not comment on that, but I will tell you, I think (laughs) you will be very
1: happy, Sean. I think you and a lot of other people that love our country are going to be very happy. I mean, I could make it soon, but, you know, that gets complicated. But uh, you are going to be extremely happy. And this country is going to come back again. We are a laughing stock all over the world. What happened in Beep, Joe Biden! Afghanistan, what's happening at our border where millions of people are coming in? We have no idea who they are. Uh, It's a disgrace. What's happening to our country? You just watched Newsmax TV, America's fastest growing cable
0: news channel. Yes, you did. And you just listened to the uh, Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson, America's fastest growing political commentary podcast. I just made that up. All right, it's time for me to go. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if you want to check out all the digital platforms, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts. If you do that, that would be huge, huge, huge. And also uh, my, my TV show is on uh, Newsmax TV on the weekends. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you would like to uh, check out the archive of the show, if you missed it last week, just go there and uh, the NewsmaxTV.com and look up my show. Have a glorious day. God bless our military members, both living and past our Gold Star families, our first responders, you You, and until tomorrow, do not catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide
3: or NewsmaxTV.com.
0: Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax,
4: America's fastest growing cable news channel.
0: Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.